This is Pastor Sean and Crystal Crosby, and you're listening to the EFA Church Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to Acts 3 Moments with Pastor Sean hey and, and Crystal, and we are so glad uh, to be back. We actually skipped last week. I, um, I had to bury my dad, but we are so glad you prayed for us, and God give us strength, and we're happy to be back with you today and to share the gospel. It is Easter week. Ooh, we are yes. super excited. Last year was totally different. Yes. Know, uh, the, church, the church building was closed, so we had um, parking lot praise, and then we which had, was great because it, was. it inspired um, our church along with other churches. But our church, we done a balloon release, and everybody loved it so much that we're going to do that this coming Friday. So before we go into the word, I think we just want to take a minute and invite you. If you don't, or if you have a home church, Good Friday, six thirty p.m. here right. at Enterprise First, um, we're going to be having parking lot praise. We're going to have communion, and we're going to have an um, inspiring faith field message of hope from Pastor Sean and I. So we would like for you to come. Um, we'll have a concession table set up to serve you. Definitely. Um, so just come, light snacks, drinks, uh, enjoy the presence of the Lord out in the open air. Hey. 2020 brought us some good things, too. Oh, it, it, was it fun. definitely did. Right here at EFA Church, I mean, uh, uh, during during a shutdown, our church grew, and, and God prospered, yeah. and uh, we are so thankful for that, and we are thankful for this week. And then on Easter Sunday, yes. if you don't have a home church, what better time than Easter Sunday celebrating the risen King to come out and to be a part of that service. Our EFA drama team is going to be ministering in the mm-hmm. morning service. They are fired up. Now here it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yes. It's going to be fire. And uh, with all my things going on, I hadn't had the chance to even watch it, so I, I can't wait it's to see it. Sad, it's going to be pretty pretty awesome. Yes. And uh, so we're glad you're with us today, and and we want to get right in the Word. We know you, we only have a few minutes uh, with you guys with the podcast and. And so we want to get right into the word. Uh, we want to we want to sort of talk to you today about because he lives. Matter of fact, if, if God will let me, I think I'll preach this this Easter Sunday. Absolutely, it's the season for it for sure. Amen. Uh, you want to take us to the word this morning Absolutely. or today rather? Yeah, this morning, this afternoon. Um, of course, this is the Easter celebration, and with so many things going on in our world and the way things have been, it's very easy to lose sight of Jesus and everything. And we want to remind you that in these Acts 3 moments, these rise up and walk moments, that he is still alive and he is still well and he is still fighting for us and he hasn't left the throne. Amen. Amen. But he's still alive and well. So today we're going to talk just a few minutes about that in in John chapter 20. um, You want me to read the scripture first? Okay. John chapter 20, early on Sunday morning, while, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and found that the stone had been rolled away from the entrance. She ran and found Simon Peter and the other disciples, the one whom Jesus loved. And she said, they have taken the Lord's body. And I want to skip on down to verse number 11. It says, Mary was standing outside the tomb crying. And as she wept, she stooped and looked in. She saw two white-robed angels 
one sitting at the head and the other foot at the foot of the place where the body of Jesus had been lying. Dear woman, why are you crying? The angels asked her. She responded, because they have taken away my Lord. She replied, I don't know where they've put him. She turned to leave and saw someone standing there. It was Jesus, but she didn't recognize him. Mm. Dear woman, why are you crying? She asked, who are you looking for? She thought he was the gardener. Sir, she said, if you have taken him away, tell me where you've put him and I will go get him. Then Jesus responded, Mary. (laughs) And she turned to look at him and cried, teacher. She recognized him by what he said. When he spoke, she understood. Exactly. And I love the very, very beginning uh, of this text um, early on, while it was still dark, while it was still dark. You know, and that brings us, we're living in possibly one of the darkest hours that we have, any of us have ever experienced in, in at least our lifetimes, probably in human history. Um, But a lady, and the Bible named her name, ran toward the tomb. Yeah. She went toward the tomb. The Bible said why Why? Well, it was dark. it's dark. Yeah, she's and, still seeking for the one she loved in the middle of the darkness. Yes. And, you know, with our world, the way it has been, and I know we seem to see some normalcy, mm-hmm. but even in that, people are still fearful. They're still anxiety-driven. Lots of darkness is filling people's lives. And we need to search out for that hope, that risen Savior. Y'all watch this. Watch this now. It's what you do in the darkest hour of your life is what defines you. Amen. Uh, Everybody has been through some dark hours. I've recently been there. And uh, Pastor Crystal's praise phrase, that that hits us. Somebody said, well, Pastor, was you going to be in church this past Sunday? Of course I I was going to be, and, and, and I was going to worship harder. The darkness, and there's darkness everywhere, the darkness Absolutely. of depression and the darkness of despair and the darkness of disruption um, cannot impede us right. from running to Jesus, and we need to know how to do that. I think there's such a lack. You and I have talked about this over the past few years when we'd be traveling or just out and about doing things, the lack of joy in people's mm-hmm. life. And that's not just for the people that are living in the world that don't know Jesus, but just inside the church, like Mm -hmm. inside homes, inside families, there's such a lack of laughter and joy. That's right. And it's because they're they're not seeking out Jesus in in their lives. They're not running to him Mm -hmm. in the dark spots and those dark times and letting him fill their lives. Are you willing to run towards it? And I want everybody to listen. Are you willing to run toward an empty tomb? Because the empty tomb has the power to fill your heart. Are you willing to run toward Jesus in the darkest time of your life? Because that power and that willingness uh, will will fill you uh, to the uttermost in your life. I like to say very often when I'm speaking at events or whatever um, that... He is the God that fills wombs and empties tombs. So there's nothing too hard for him. There really is no dark day that Jesus can't light up. The Word of God says that he is light and he is life. That's right. So if we're seeking him out, just as Mary was seeking him out, and and I wanted to to stop right there and and add it in this, Mary was standing on the outside of the tomb. Yes. She was standing on the outside looking in, and... She was she was missing her Lord. She was missing his presence. And maybe perhaps today that you've had so much going on in your life, I can identify with this so very much because I get so busy that I miss those times with Jesus. Mm-hmm. 
And I can't help but to think that she's there. She's missing those moments with Jesus. That she, she wanted to go have communion with him. She wanted to sit at the table. She wanted to wash his feet. She wanted to be in his presence. So she ran to the dark tomb and stood on the outside trying to be near him. So mm. it's important that we try to be near him. That's Not right. just at Easter time, but all the time. All the time. Because he is hope and he is life. And I imagine all of us are probably like Mary. Um, you know, there, there's nobody in this world that doesn't go through a dark time. You've yeah. been to that place in your life where where it seems darkness is around, and all of us go there from time to time. Absolutely. We hit that place of, of fear. Mm. Uh, we hit that place of, of hopelessness, and we hit that place of anxiety, yeah. and, and uh, we go to the place of concern. Uh, you know, maybe it's during that time that you don't know what's coming next. You don't know what what what's the next chapter hold? What's the next? What's the next? Uh, what are you going to read next in your mm-hmm. life? And uh, what's the next bend around the road? What's, what's the, the next, next turn? phone call? What's yes. the next text message? What's the next thing exactly. that we're going to have to encounter? So so I want everybody to watch this. Here we go. Our outlook, our outlook of life can keep you in darkness. Absolutely. Our outlook. Outlook in life can keep you in a dark, dark, dark place. That means my way of of looking at things, Mm -hmm. it can hold us in a state of fear. Mm -hmm. The way I look at things can hold me in a place of depression. It can hold me in a place of shame. Go ahead. It did for Mary. She ran to the tomb in the darkness. Mm -hmm. The Word of God says she stooped in to look in, and she didn't find what she was looking for. Wow. So it kept her in a state of hopelessness. Mm-hmm. It kept her in a state of, I miss my Lord. Yeah. The one that she loved, she didn't find. The thing that she was looking for, the person that she was looking for, she stooped in to look in the tomb and she didn't find him there. And many of us today will stay in the darkness because we looking into a graveyard trying to find hope and he oh, ain't wow. there. So, as a matter of fact, if you'll keep reading in this scripture, it says, Mary, why do you seek the living among the dead? And so many of us, I think, in this world that we don't recognize because he lives, we can find hope. Because he lives, we can find joy. But we've got to stop looking in the dead places. We've got to look to the living Lord. Yes. And so what makes you stuck? Um, What puts you in that? I I think everybody can say, "Well, well, I just feel alone. Um, I, we, we can feel all the pressures. So, so let's go from what keeps us there to how we can move out. Well, I, I was just looking at the scripture and one thing about Mary is that once she looked and she saw that he wasn't there, she wasn't satisfied with what just the angel said. Mm, everybody listen to that. She didn't get, the angels looked at her. She sat or she saw two angels robed, one sitting at the head and one sitting at the feet where Jesus was lying. And they said, dear woman, why are you crying? The angels being represented there wasn't enough for her. Mm-hmm. She was not satisfied until she found the Lord. So how can we not be stuck in the loneliness? We can keep searching for the one that we're looking for. That's right. We can search in the, in the places that we need to search for and not be just satisfied with some little faith phrase or whatever. Mm-hmm. She wasn't just satisfied with angelic presence. Right. She wanted the risen Savior. Right. Wow. Wow. And Mary wept outside the tomb. Then Mary encounters uh, what she thinks is a messenger of God. Right, right, yes. right. And she sees Jesus, but she doesn't recognize him. Talk about that just a moment. I think that is so powerful because 
Pastor Sean opened this podcast today with saying our perception is everything. Mm -hmm. What we see will either keep us in the darkness or it will move us toward the light. And what you see will either keep you in a state of defeat or it will move you into a place of victorious hope. And I think that that's the word for the day that we want to drive home with you is that you have the option the option mm-hmm. to connect to a living Savior. Right. Every day of our life, we Every have an day. option to connect to a living Savior. So we have to, in our heart, determine that we're going to recognize Him in every detail of our life. Yes. She talked to the gardener, and or she, she looked at the gardener, and she said, I'm looking for my Lord. Where have you put him? Yeah, just tell me where he is. <laughs> she didn't recognize that what she was looking for, who she was looking for, the hope, the life that she was looking for was right in front right of in her. Right in front of her. That's powerful to me how Jesus is speaking mm-hmm. in everything around us, but we're still looking for that prophet to lay hands right, on us. We're right. still looking for that one thing, that that one thing that reaches out to us. Listen to him. He is right here. He's not a God that's far off. He's very present. Right. So so recognize him in everything. And all throughout scripture he talks about being a present God. Mm-hmm. I will never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you always until the end of the world. And he's a present God. So recognize Instead of everything you're hunting, what if he's over here? What if he's right here? He's right here. We just have to recognize him. I love this part, and it's just popping out on the page to me right now. That um, when notice that Jesus, when he's he responded to her, he said, "Dear woman, why are you crying? Maybe today you're sitting in your home or mm. in your car, and." Things are just making you cry. Hey, don't we all get there where we're just crying? And things may feel hopeless, and things may feel empty, and you may be broken. And Jesus looks at her and said, Dear woman, why are you crying? Can you hear his spirit saying that to you today? Why are you crying? Who are you looking Mm -hmm. for? Who are you looking for? What are you looking for? She didn't recognize him at that moment, even though he spoke to her. There's times when you don't recognize him until he calls you by name. That's right. That's when Mary recognized him. When he said, she didn't recognize him by what he said in chapter number, or verse number 15. But when verse number 16 comes and he said, Mary. Right. When he said Mary, she turned to him and cried, my teacher. <laughs> she recognized him when, when, when he called her by name. Yes. He said a few, a few phrases before that, and it didn't sink in. Right. Come and, on. And, and, and Jesus made clear that in Scripture. He said, you know, my sheep will know my voice. Yes. And she recognized that, hey, th- this is not a gardener. This is not somebody sweeping mm-hmm. around the tomb and planting flowers. Right. This is, this is, this this is, is him. This is my Lord. This is my Lord. Yeah. This is my God. This is my Savior. This is this is Jesus. He he said he was going to come out, and and I'm running to a tomb, and it's all empty, and I'm feeling empty, and but now he said my name, and he spoke clearly, Amen. and I recognize it. Him, it's him, and everything changed. And he said, I I have redeemed you. Yes, I have called you by mm, name. Wow. So because he lives, he's calling you by name today, to, to <laughs> this very moment. He is calling you by name. Stop looking to the things of this world. Stop looking to the empty tombs of this world. Look to Jesus. He is calling you by name Amen. today because is, he lives. And and I wanted to, you know, I'm not, of course, I'm not going to sing it. I'm not going to give you most of the words, but it was Bill and Gloria Gaither in the 1970s. They're the one who originally 
road and perform this song. Yeah. Because he lives, I can face tomorrow. Amen. Because he lives, you can not only go through what you're having to walk through today, but you can go through what you're having to go through tomorrow. Oh, the, the Bible just conveyed that she ran or went to the tomb. It was still dark. Oh, but praise God. We know she may have run to an empty tomb, but it was just outside of that tomb where life she happened. She found who she was looking for. Yes, 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 yes. In your yes. darkest days, if you will seek him, you will find him when you seek with your whole heart. Keep searching for a risen king. He's not hard to find. He's right there. Recognize him today. He is calling you by and name. And this is what Jesus told Mary. He tells Mary to go tell the other disciples, mm -hmm. y'all check this out now, that he's risen and he will ascend. So Mary runs and announces to the disciples, I have seen wow. the Lord. Yes, He wasn't laid in a tomb. They didn't have grave clothes on him, but I put my eyes on him. I have seen the Lord. I can't help but to think, how much more if we if we really started asking God to show us spiritual things, mm -hmm. how much more would we see God in? Amen. Just by asking him to open our eyes and let us see the things that he has around us. You know, as as humans, most of the time we'll we'll see and we'll hear the negative mm -hmm. more than we see and hear the positive. As a matter of fact, I can have 14 people tell me that that outfit looks so cute on you, but you let one person tell me something's wrong about yep. it, and then I'm automatically going to want to change. It gives you a complex, right, right girls? <laughs> I mean, because we are so in tune with what the negative criticism is instead of seeing the things that God's mm -hmm. got around us. Y'all, there's a whole lot of darkness in this world That's to see. Right. There's a whole lot of negative in this world to see. But what will you choose to focus on? The empty grave mm -hmm. or the mm -hmm. one who's standing on the outside saying, I am he, I am risen from the grave, and I'm calling you by That's name right. because you he know, lives. So so if we live in a dark world, it's, it's a dark world. It's going to be that way. Yeah. It's going to be a dark world. But the, the, the message is, Right outside of that dark world, right outside of that tomb was a man who changed it all. Mm -hmm. Everything changed because of Jesus. Everything changed yeah. because he come out of that tomb, out of that grave. And we're called, Jesus said uh, that we're called now yeah. Yeah. To, to be light in this world, to be salt in this world. Right. And so people are hurting. They're in dark places. And Jesus says, okay, now my spirit's going to be here and he's going to flow through you. Yeah. And, and so today, if you're in a dark place, if you're in a place of despair and hopelessness and maybe anxiety and maybe some things going on in your life, we're here to let you know that Jesus loves you so much that not only did he die for you, he but he again. rose again. He said, Come ain't no grave <laughs> going to hold this body down. And I want to tell you today, if the doctor's reports don't add up to the to the to what the risen king says for you today, ain't no grave going to hold your body down. That's right. Maybe the report is divorce in your marriage. Listen, stand on the word of God. Maybe you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death. Stand on the word of God, because no matter what the circumstances look like in your life, 
life today, he's calling you by name. And he said that I've come that you can have life and have it more abundantly. There's fullness in him because he lives. And we're celebrating today. We're celebrating the risen king. We are celebrating the Easter season. I'm excited. It feels like Christmas week to me because on Sun on Friday and on Saturday or on Sunday, we're not just thinking about, oh, he died. I'm thinking, yeah, he did, but that ain't where it That's stopped because right. three days later he died, but he rose Jesus again. Always conquered death. Yes, and he is today. Yes. For every individual that's listening to us today, no matter what your situation is. He is, we are made more than conquerors through the blood of the lamb and the words of our testimony. So you count on him today to be your Acts 3 moment to where you may be down, but he's saying, get up. I have come to give you life. You got to choose it. That's you got to right. look for him. But when you do, you will find the master. Wow. I hope you got something out of this word today and, and the Lord has, has spoke to your heart and he's going to keep speaking. Why don't you listen? And uh, let's, we're gonna, as we close out, we just want to remind you, uh, this coming uh, Friday, uh, right here at our EFA Church parking lot, we're going to have parking lot praise. Absolutely. And uh, we're going to have a big re- balloon release here in our city. And then Sunday, 1030 a.m. 10.30, right here. Uh, we're going to have a wonderful, wonderful Easter service. Absolutely. And we want to see you. Invite somebody. We love you. Thank you again for joining us in Acts 3 Moments. God bless. God bless you.